0: grimcast manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro i'm your scaredy cat host antonette and i love a good ghost story in the next couple of episodes we're talking to people who have open active third eyes people who see hear feel and basically live with our dear ghostly friends welcome to the third season of grimcast manila lovingly called third eye not blind (laughs) This time we're talking to RM. RM is a writer working in public health, specifically in social
1: media for public health. Welcome to the show, RM. Hey, it's nice to be here. I'm with my daughter, so if you, the audience, hears like little noises, it's just her complaining.
0: Yes, (laughs) it's uh, completely
1: not paranormal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's just her being her normal self. Normal. So. Yes.
0: So getting right into it, I mean, like, what started your interest in stuff like this, dark and spooky? I
1: guess, it, we have a creepy family. On um, my mom's side of the family, we all pretty much have a third eye. It's kind of an inheritance that we get. So depending on, if you get, like, a certain skill set, there are, like, some people in our family who are stronger than others, more haunted than others. I guess, there and we're full of family stories of ghosts following you around or getting haunted. Or, um, we have one auntie who had to, well, we joked that she had to move to another country because a ghost wouldn't, or a demon wouldn't stop following her around. And the only way you can break these things is by crossing water. At least that's what they say.
0: Like significantly big bodies of water?
1: <laughs> yeah, because they can't follow you over it. Um, she can not just cross a river? I don't know. It, it's just like a family joke, <laughs> but um, okay. but the stories are kind of legendary when it comes to her. Um, so I'm actually the, I guess the kulena, if you, if you don't mind. I'm not in the run of the litter. What? Yeah. Okay. Because my, my sister had a really strong eye to the point where my mom had to train her to stop following the group. Like, she would see one. Just stop and, following uh, them. Yeah, she would see you go walk by and she would follow to the next room. As and, a child? Yeah, as a child and as a teenager. And, for example, for me, I'm, I'm, I don't see them often. I hear them a lot or I dream about them a lot. But I don't encounter them, like, in a very clear manner. I just, it's always, like, a glimpse, you know, um, something out of your, the, the corner. corner of your eye. But I, I smell them with you are. And I hear them very well. So, Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, like, to give you, like, a, a reason, like, Um I was pregnant. There's something about pregnancy that wraps so, up. Um, All your senses, right? Yeah. I think, like, things, spirits, or whatever yeah. they are, they're more aware of me. or they're more aware of the baby. Or sometimes it's the baby okay. that's strong. You know, so okay. I was home alone. So I'm in Baguio now. I grew up in Baguio. I live in Manila with my partner. And we have a place in Paraniate. And I was alone. He had gone out to work or to go to the gym, one of these two. And I distinctly heard him coming. And I distinctly heard him say, Rose, Rose, like he, would, he said my name. And then I said, wait, because I was cooking. And in our house, um, there's a door between the kitchen and the living room. So you cannot see mm-hmm. in. It. It's it's uh, We keep it closed when we cook. It doesn't matter. Whatever. And you know, you know when you're really cooking or you're, you're doing chores and someone's calling and you're super, super annoyed. So I was like, wait, wait, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm coming. I opened the door and yeah. the house is completely. The car isn't in the garage. Nothing. Like it was... And then I was like, oh no. Because I hadn't had ad, a really significant experience in a long time um so okay. i think i was about maybe three or four months pregnant. so and then like it started like this whole like a ball rolling i guess if you if you talk about it like it started this whole thing where it just got stronger and stronger
0: since then yeah yeah well Let's go back a little bit. Like when do you remember the first time you had a creepy encounter or something in relation to hearing or smelling something that kind of made you think that's not exactly
1: right? Or like that shouldn't be there. Okay, like my mom's in the back, So she can have it. in her in her family, it's normal if you see a Right. <laughs> so, um, okay. So for me, I don't remember um seeing one or hearing one like a significant event because it, it always happens. And then like there's even techniques like hey, okay, my moms here. <laughs> so um <laughs> I <did that. laughs> Uh there's techniques that you teach that you like, oh if you see the ghost, don't find it. Don't talk to it. Don't basically don't encourage it because it will follow you. Or don't play you know those games like don't play VG board, don't play Spirit of the Bolton, don't don't draw them to you. Right. Like we're we're right. specifically not allowed to play these because that's how my auntie got haunted by that thing. They were playing Spirit of the Glass, and the glass broke. So they weren't able to Great. um seal the Wouldn't spirit back. Yeah, and and um she was hounded by it after that. Like she would take a shower. With her clothes on, like what with her underwear, because she always felt that she could watched by whatever the thing was. So that's very inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. So for me, um, I guess one of the most significant ones was I was a kid, and our house is super So our house was built in the 30s, and it was a, ba- a barracks during the during the war, World War II, and. And as yeah. as a kid, I remember following a guy in our backyard. I saw this person, and the person didn't look correct. So that's one thing my third, my third idea is when I see people, they don't look correct. They don't look like people. Um, they look different. And what I mean by different is they look distorted. So okay. some people, it's a different experience. It's like, um, they're glowy or faded or for me it's like when you look at something through a, a pane of glass or when you look at something and it's underwater that's what I think so I remember being a kid and I know this because I, I would write in my diary and <laughs> I wrote about it where I followed it to the end of our, our driveway and then at the end of the driveway I realized there's no there. so oh. yeah it, and then as a as a teenager I would hear them a lot coming home drunk because um, our house is like <laughs> okay, yeah, our house apparently is really haunted. So I would come home and I would hear a lot of whispering, but there would be nobody in the garden, Something like that.
0: Whispering of like
1: drunk people? No, like they would they whisper my name a lot. Uh, uh-huh. It's kind of it's kind of like um, when you're, I guess the best way to describe it is when there's someone beside you and they're kind of like. Uh they have their arm around you and whispering in your ear that's what it feels like when they talk to you or when they talk to you because I think it's different for for everyone so these are like small experiences that you would uh, chop up to nothing and then later on like talking to my sisters or talking to my mom I'd realize oh yeah okay sorry that was a ghost because it's in your realm of reality so you just um, accept it I guess. And in, in, in our house, we we're really like, super superstitious about stuff like this. Like, we will not open the door at night. We will light all the candles during November 1. All our doors have the candle because we know that if not, it will be like a barrage of nothing at our house. Right. Because we will be visited by, by spirits. And then, um, we'll light candles for people who have passed away because if not, they'll come by. Stuff like that. So. Like, and that's happened before? Yeah, when we were kids, um, I, I tell you, I I'm have so many points. When we were kids, so my sister, my, my my younger sister, not the one after me, so three girls, we used to share a room. And our room is, until now, right in front, well, I sleep there now, right in front of our front door. Our front door is two doors. There's a a door that leads into what used to be night that's wood. And there was a heavier door with a dead with like three or four dead ports, um, made of a heavier And mm-hmm. a relative of ours died. And our dog used to sleep in that night, that place. So our dog was waiting. The dog was barking. Was in the middle of the night. And the door, the, the interior door, was shaking. And it wasn't shaking. It was like someone was standing in front of it and pounding it with their hand. And really like, at night, <laughs> And it was summer. We were going to see fire. And mm. my sister and I rushed out and we opened the door because our dog was going crazy. We had a, a little terrier at the time. And we, we, we were like, oh my God, we can't keep, we can't leave her there with whatever it is. And then my mom stormed out of the master bedroom, which is like two doors away. And she was like, mm. do not open the door. It is a spirit. Like mm. that. You let it in. <laughs> You know, she was so she could hear it from in there. Yeah, she could hear it, but she wasn't paying attention to it. And then she was so mad that she was so angry at And then the next day we found out that that relative of ours had died. And I remember my mom was okay. like, That's why she was so angry because we promised to visit her before this summer and we didn't. That's why she came by. And you let her in the house. And like our belief is if you let the spirit into your house, they kinda like hang around forever and it
0: takes
1: a lot to get them out. Yeah. You know, you have to do a lot of stuff just to get them
0: out. And it's kind of hard. Right. Yeah. So it's more of your mom got pissed because of like, great, now we have to clean this up. Yeah. And there was not like, oh, it's a computer or it's a burgeon or,
1: or whatever noise. You let the spirit in. Why you open the door? You know. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Yeah. So. so it's like
0: growing up, it was basically just the norm.
1: Yeah, it was very house of spirits, but we, <laughs> but we didn't have, like, a, a lady floating around in a chair. You know, you didn't have a fire, right. of our, our boy.
0: And then... We, it wasn't, like, a whole magic realism situation. It was just realism. Yeah,
1: and, you know, wherever we would go, um, it, it was pretty part of our lives. Like, I remember in Manila, we were moving, and my mom refused this house. Like, she walked into the door, and she was like, Okay, no, what's somebody died here? we are not moving. So. <laughs> and then, like, we ended up, anyway, in a very haunted condo. So, it was, um, like, the, our whole lives, wherever we went, kind of followed, followed, us around. To the point where one of my sisters, she says she doesn't hear or see or, or, or feel anything and she consciously made an effort to not. Because you can close your own period, if you want to, like, you can just shut it down. I think that was something that she consciously did because she was really, really scared a lot as a kid because they would make appearances to her. And our ghosts in our house would like, not for the week. Because... What do you mean? Um, we have categories. So, we have... Okay. We have the Japanese soldier who walks around outside the house, which in Baguio legend is that you're special in your, in your yard. But our fruitless escape, you would like, search for the treasure but we never found it. <laughs> um, I've never seen him okay. other people have seen him um, my grandma who, whose portrait is kind of staring at me right now sorry Mola it's my
0: grandma <laughs> my dad hi ko RM so like I can hear it being like hi <laughs> <laughs> nako yeah well
1: I've never met him. um we've never met him died before any sort of because we're born um, so my sister has has seen her and another person has seen her, who I never met before, he came over to our house and he was like, oh, you're, I see your grandma is still around. And I was like, no, she's not. He's like, yes, I know. I know she's not around, but she's the same. No. I was just like, I don't know this Yeah, because he has a strong name. And then um, have the headless man he will only appear to you if the house doesn't like you. Like, okay. He would appear to like maids, or helpers with evil intentions. They would only say like a week or two okay. because he would appear to them in the, na- in the middle of the night. Like, fun. Yeah, like our helpers would turn out tonight. The and then she would freak out because she could see him, but nobody else in the room could. Like that.
0: And then. So there would be other people in the room with her.
1: Yes. While she's seeing him. And not. And she's freaking out. Yeah, no one would see him. Um. I actually had one friend who left me tonight because um, there's a second part of our house that used to be a garage, which was converted. And there's a ghost there who is very scary. Um, I have seen that ghost a couple of times, um, but in a dream only. If he doesn't like you, he'll pull at your feet while you're sitting in the bed. In the, in the guest, what used to be the guest bedroom. So he would put, And I had one friend who would be like, you know, he rapped on the door of my room and he was like, I'm going home. This, this is too much. I, I, can't it, do I, this. I can't I can't, I can't, this is too creepy. So he went home to like, so, somewhere else.
0: <laughs> so he actually would have, he preferred to leave your house in the dead of the night than stay. than stay there.
1: Yeah, and then I think the master boasts if this thing called The Crawler. So we call it The Crawler because obviously it crawls. And none of us, so, I have never, and... yeah, I've never seen it, but it's like, people have seen it, but not realized that it's a boat. Like, we had one relative who came, like it was Christmas or Easter, and everybody, in the grand tradition of all Filipino families, everybody goes to your house for the summer. And you all sure. have the night Easter. It's you, Yeah. And then, like, the other relative come down and say, you know, last night, you we were so considerate. While you we were all sleeping, you we were crawling around on the floor trying to be quiet. And everyone was like, no, <laughs> no one was there. Like, things like that. Like, it's just, or, um, it's just, it's really freaking scary. Yeah. And then like, what? what do you mean? And then she was like, no, because last night I was half asleep and I saw, like, all your relatives. You know when you put all the mattresses on the floor and everyone's sleeping there sure. because you're all sharing the room and everything and, um, the, that that this particular person was like, Oh, but you were kind of crawling over the bed. So I was kind of wondering why. But, you know, I figured you were just trying to be quiet. And then all of us were just like crickets, like, um, Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tita, sure. And then as soon as she leaves, well, that wasn't us.
1: Yeah. Here you see, that wasn't us. It, it was no one.
0: <laughs> and other people have seen Has it. Has anybody ever seen this crawler? Yeah. Um,
1: anybody else? I think so, but it's from, like, another story that was told to me. Uh, I've never really seen it because I belong in the house. Like, sure, it appears to people who don't belong uh, there or, like, are visiting. Yeah, and despite that, it, it's... It's it's like a combination of uh, all of these are pretty sensitive and then the house is pretty content, Like I know it's all it's all like shopping, but it's all these different memories. Like one time my mom called me up, so I went to UP Bang, which is mm-hmm. here also one. <laughs> and um my mom calls me up one day and I remember my phone was even like out knocking at one one zero one with a flashlight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then She's, she's like so mad at me she's like Hi, hey, why wh-? uh, she says it in and she's like, that, the books are ass. And it's like why are you stomping around upstairs in your room hmm. opening the closet and slamming it and opening the drawers and slamming it don't you, you know like, what, what, the heck, what are you doing are you cleaning up and just like very angry and I was like mommy like, I'm, I'm the- and she goes and she's like oh okay did you <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. No, I guess it wasn't you then. Because, because that's her rule. Like, you don't follow. It. If you see something out of the ordinary, don't, don't follow it and try to catch its attention. Don't. And then the opposite of that is, what if it starts to follow you and you don't know why. So that's happened. And for me, um, I actually had a friend who through something where her third eye is opening and they are kind of following her. And I said, okay, so... She was asking for a bit of advice about it. And I said, be, you have to be pretty strong with whatever you believe. It doesn't matter what it is. You can believe in crystals, you can believe in the spaghetti monster of mm. what matters is make like, you have that core or else you will it'll end up really following you around and kind of messing up your life. You know, and, right. and there are a lot of kind of bad ones around and you know, they are good ones who follow, they are bad ones who follow, and I think that's one of the reasons why the, the third eye becomes really popular in the Philippines because um, a lot of people they encounter something and they don't know what to do because they've never developed or meditated about it, even encountered it kind of like in, in their lives. So it becomes, right.
0: or maybe doesn't. They don't have that support system that you do where you have your mom kind of telling you, all right, this is what you do. Right. You know. And
1: I actually had a mentor in college who, who kind of helped me figure out like what to do. Because like every girl who was like watching a craft, I, I decided, yeah. yes, I'm going to be a witch. And you know, I started messing around with all these candles and crystals and all these weird little spells that don't really do anything except alert other things that you're interested in. and they start to kind of mm-hmm. you
0: know show in
1: yeah show up and you know eventually I found a way to I found like what my balance was where I wouldn't be um how do you say this I wouldn't be to adapt <laughs> a lot mm-hmm. or I wouldn't get followed a lot um or get sick you know, we would my mom would always make some dude come over who would um put towels under my bed or do some sort of ritual to kind of cast the spirits or whatever and meet those off me because she well, they would say that I was the la like I like to wander around and go places. So they would follow me back home or stuff like that. And right, my sorority sister in college once told me because she had a very strong friend and she was like, you know, there's a dude who follows you around, like who's not alive. And I was like, yeah, he smoked. And then she was like, yes, yes, he's always in our in our meetings in the back. And I was like, yeah, the smoking back, yeah. Because he was a ghost that lived in my bedroom in Makati. And when I and went, went up to Baguio with you? He followed me. And I see him a lot, I haven't seen him in years. I used to see him, like, at night, uh, half asleep. I'd turn over and I'd see, like, someone smoking on my back. So it's like, what the
0: hell? That is, you <laughs> know. <laughs> But I, I'm guessing this 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 particular ghost was pretty chill or, like, didn't really bother you that much?
1: Aside from the smoking, maybe? Well, I don't know. My partner says that he is, like, one of those ghosts who's possessive, But I haven't seen him in a long hmm. time. So, I don't know if he's gone or if I'm just not as powerful. I mean, it's not power. It's, like, more like I'm just not as aware because... Um or maybe he approves of your partner now. <laughs> I don't know. Or uh well my partner's actually very and solid, so they can they kind of bounce off him, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> For me personally in our in our house, it's it's kind of like um an inherited trait, I think. <laughs> that mm-hmm. we, It's almost like, genetic. Perhaps. Um we don't know. It could be just uh a gene that you have or whatever, but like when I when I got pregnant, that's when it, it really like ramped up for me. When I was younger, it was more like oh a glimpse here, a glimpse there. Like you know, oh I just saw the dancing ghost. We have a dancing ghost in the kitchen. <laughs> it's a girl. Like, really? Yeah, she... You always see her dancing. Um, or you see like um in UP, I would see ghosts or um one of the scarier experiences for really me was. You see, when you have a third night, it all muddles into each other because you've had it for so long. So and there's so many. Yeah, so if you've ever worked in a call center, um, there's there's a sleep room. You know, if you have a mm-hmm. shift, you can take your lunch and, and sleep in the sleep room. And our sleep room, our call center, uh, doesn't exist anymore. People support. And the uh, building right. is it, beside where SMB is now. And that hill... Okay um SMB, him, him. It used to be a hotel called time. And that hotel burned down before the earthquake. And it's supposed to be really haunted. Like people tell stories about like walking by it and smelling burnt flesh and all that stuff. And personally I never really experienced um anything really bad at settings. Yes. Except in the seafood I went to take a nap and something sat beside me and like you, like you know, when they somebody does this, like when you're sleeping and puts its face mm-hmm. next to you, and and I was like, all the hair in the body stood still up. And I said, Okay, whatever you are, just go away. I'm not trying not to Try here. Yeah, I'm not feeling this right now. And the thing answered, said, No way, like in a re- not in like a creepy voice, it was like, No, in a very normal, very human voice. But the sleep room in, in that place was super small there's only room for one person if the door had been opened i would have been. So, Great. so yeah and the entire time was there um it just stayed the time and it really didn't want to leave and i remember being really freaked out about it and getting really angry because i really needed that that. yeah so and lots of stories um in that place um people would go into a training room and they'd see the chairs moving around, like someone had been there, etc. And mm-hmm. whoever that thing was um, would follow me. Like, I was a closer. So we had we were at the 24-hour concert. We closed at 10 a.m. every day. So my shift was mm-hmm. 12 to 10. And I was a trainer. So I would uh, close and then I would send a report to the forecast people that we did. And one time I was there sending a report and I was alone and it was like rows and rows and rows and rows of computers and nothing and no one and yeah, uh, you know and then we were a financial accountant we weren't allowed to play music or do anything like that it was just really all business and something came up behind me and breathed on my neck like really long like uh-huh. and I was just oh my god out. I, I I I ran out, I remember I ran out of the and then the guard was like, Oh Mom, are you okay? And I was like, okay." Lang. okay lang. apparently I was like sweating and really white as a sheet And <laughs> like uh-huh. I had left all my things in the yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, uh, oh yeah, please come with me because <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> It and about. he was just so used to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Actually. I don't like talking about it. Like I, like my mom says, right. if you keep talking about it it, it, it will follow you. And like our office. So the office that I work in is in is somewhere. <laughs> um, and mm. I, I have a witness for this in my office. Mate. So every... We have a gym on site and I would go take a shower. Oh, right, in, now. Yeah, my office now and yeah so wherever I go basically the ghosts will follow I don't know if you know that song the Paper Dress song wherever you go the ghosts will follow and I I guess I just have a lot of experiences wherein I actually write about like one of the stories, books whatever I'm working on is something similar to this to Mm -hmm. us but the thing is I I keep pulling from what we experience in real life so I'm waiting for all my relatives to die so that they don't reach <laughs> <laughs> Or they will. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes they're good. So one of my aunts has a really strong, strong, super strong. Birthday. And right. they had a house. Movie. So the house, that's a nice concept. It's a ghost who yeah. lives in your house that likes you a lot and protects you. Okay. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, and one of the signs that you're pretty strong in, their, in our house, in our, in our families, when you're a little kid, you talk to things that aren't there. So, her son, for example, talked to things that aren't there. Mimi, when I was in Peru, would talk to something that wasn't there in the corner of the ceiling and freaking out. <laughs> um,
0: your daughter, right now, yeah. and she's like yeah. an, an infant. Yeah, so one
1: night, she heard the ghost, and, and she this heard... Yeah, my aunt. So she lives in Pampanga. And the car alarm went off. And apparently, uh, someone had broken into her house, but nothing was stolen. Oh. And she oh. thinks it's because it's the spirit that lived in her house um, scared them away. The so house ghost was like, No, that, you don't. My house, not in my not in my. You shall not pass. Not of that stuff. Although, although um, like, my mom has a lot of stories as well in like Pampanga because it's kind And haunted. But most of them, like, uh, my mom's stories were more about, like, the Anitos and the mandupa, You know, those kinds of spirits. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, Yeah, she's pretty strong in that. Like, my mom, um, when she was a kid, every night at 2 a.m., they would find her sitting near their front door. And she was okay. really young, like, five, six, eight, something like that. And her, my grandma would be like, what are you doing? And my mom would be like, I'm guarding the house from the thing outside. And then she wouldn't remember. Huh. So. It, she it wouldn't runs. remember
0: the next day doing
1: that? Yeah, she wouldn't remember. But she would do it every every night, basically. She was the house, huh. I guess. <laughs> if <you said> <laughs> <laughs> the one guy. Yeah. So. So. um
0: Yeah, go ahead. One of the things that you mentioned earlier was that. When you're followed, there are good things that follow you, and there are bad things, or bad spirits, or whatever. Have you had a specific experience with
1: one of the uh, one of each? Oh yeah. Um, uh, okay, so the most recent one was in our house in Padayapa. So that was what started it. The one who would call my name while I was in the kitchen. So when I was pregnant. Um, I had a difficult pregnancy. So I was on bed rest a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was alone a lot because my partner had to go work. You know, get mm-hmm. stuff. He couldn't be with me the whole thing. And sometimes he would come back late in the evening. And when we moved into that place, it kind of really amped up. And I was, I think I was around five or six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I kept sensing something following me around. And the house that we moved into uh, it's quite old on, so about 30 years old. And so maybe that's in the 15th, which I'm not okay. maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. And um, so I would find myself like doing stuff like cleaning and, and constantly checking over my shoulder, which is like a sign that you're being followed. And I kept feeling like something was watching me and... You know, I I was to Maybe it's just lack of sleep, which was like foolish because I was pregnant. So I was sleeping up. <laughs> right. One night, I had to go to the wa- to the washroom, and oh, the washroom is a It's like You have to go from the bedroom and walk through the living room, to the bathroom, and I finally saw it. So it was a very huge spirit, and I remember being shocked because yeah. I remember being really shocked because I hadn't seen one that well since I was maybe in college, and it was so big that the sh- its shoulders and its head were pressed up against the ceiling, okay, and I remember think- I remember like backing away from it and thinking, "Oh my God, and thinking, "Why is it so big uh and then why did why did my partner leave the light on <laughs> because he <laughs> left the light on so I could see it very right clearly. You know, if I'd walked by it in the dark, I wouldn't have seen it. But because he had really? left the light on for me because I was pregnant, um and I, sure you yeah. know if I was big enough that I would have if I tripped it would have been a problem. And then it was just yeah. there. Like I even remember like thinking he's not actually that tall. It's just our feelings are very, very small. Like our seeings are low. So he must have been about seven feet. And I couldn't see his face, it's dark. Like Shadowed and it followed me like the days followed me and it was definitely like a guy yeah it was a guy. and i say i think i actually know who it is I, I would say but it's not related to me it's related to the bad lord of the house that's the feeling that i got from it. like and it wasn't really um evil or anything it was just very very curious about me being right. pregnant and then okay. after that i kept seeing like I would go, I would be alone in the house and see it. I would be alone in the house, and see it. And I, I would ask my partner, like, can you see it? Have you seen it? I saw this goat. And then he would say, no, I didn't see it. So I was like, why is he uh, showing himself to me? And I remember I was like, very anxious during my pregnancy and, and I would have anxiety attacks. And,
0: yeah, like, I remember. It was
1: just, yeah, it was just getting really, really bad. And then um, to the point where so, you're from Saints i I looked for my Benedictine medal. Yeah. Because Meda, yeah. I have one. Like, every Saints group, yeah. have one. we have. We all I kept, have one. Yeah, I, we have a lot. Uh, but I, I have kept one in my wallet for many, many years. Same. Um, and it's the same one that I've had since, like, third year high school or whatever. And awesome. I brought it out and I started wearing it because I was, like, freaking out. And then... Right. And then I I kept feeling like other things were following me around. And then... Aside from that really tall guy ghost? Yeah, like, I I kept feeling like... No, I'm not sure... Okay, there's a point where I'm not sure if it was a ghost or if it was really my anxiety already Mm -hmm. because I was pregnant. And then I went to Peru, right? So I had the whole Peru adventure. And my Airbnb in Peru didn't disclose that it's right in the middle of the funeraria district of Lima.
0: District. It's
1: like a total so district. It's a like, whole district. Like, district. Yes, like so I la I I I get out of the cab and I look at the Airbnb. I I, I got a room stay first before I moved to an yeah. apartment. And it was littered next to the funeraria. It was like coffins outside in the street on the with the and then, like, one stop now, you can walk down the street and get the flowers. And then you can walk down the street and get them the of who sang the certificate, And then you walk down the street and it's another funeral. And then you walk down the street and it's another And it's not like the Philippine funeral home is kind of... Um, like one in each or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Or, like, you, this one, like, the coffins are outside. It's, like, your first year. Like, all of the coffins. And then They're like, literally being hawked as goods. Yes. And I had like a major pick-up. I didn't move yet. I can imagine. I I yeah. And um then the dream started. So I started having nightmare. a lot of nightmares of these things pressing up against the bars of my room, of the windows. And then I stopped going out. Like I wouldn't go out at night because I was just, well, Lima is not that yeah. safe. And and also because I was just freaking out and yeah. i never removed the Benedictine. And I would wear it in the shower. I'd wear it. Um, I would wear it. I, I just had to put it off. And then I even drew it that it broke because there's a point where it broke and that was a super bad sign. And I, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I fixed it. I fixed the pendant and, and the chain that I was wearing on. It broke and then I had to fix the pendant, and, you know, it was, like, so bad. And it was all, like, bad news for me. And yeah. then I moved apartments, apartment, and you're okay. Uh, and then my daughter got really sick, and she had to be hospitalized. And there was a night where it's, like, I really, I, I felt, like, for the first time in my life, like, there was such an attack a lot of people would talk about it to me before like, spiritual attack spiritual attack Maybe like whatever I just don't believe that mm. so it just goes mm-hmm. and I had a dream and the dream was so vivid um there was a person on top of me it wasn't a person it smelled like a river like you know when the river is damp and rotting and yeah. there's like leaves on top of the water and it was dripping water on my head and I could smell mm-hmm. it In the dream. And when I woke up, the thing was still there. What? And I remember, yep, and I remember, like, the the sensation of the, you know, it could have been sea for right? It could have Sure. But it was dripping water on me and I could see its hair and it had, like, braids and dreadlocks and I could see, like, its hand or its arm and I remember praying. I remember I really prayed. Like, could in the beginning eh? I was like mm-hmm. like that and I was like oh my god he, you know yeah. I had all this sea paralysis and I had a, I, when they finished the prayer it's back. and then I was alone so I called my partner who's here in the Philippines and I told him about it and we just it was just baffling because number one Peru is a desert so what yeah what why river right sure. where do they pick that up from maybe it was someone who drowned who knows? But it was so scary. And um what I did right after that is I called the priest, I talked to the nun in in the hospital, and I I asked her to get baptized. By that time she was already on her way to recovery. And they had offered yeah. to have her baptized, but it wasn't urgent. So sure. the priest said, Nah, you can do it in like somewhere else. Um but I, I, I the next day I talked to um, the nun was in charge of the hospital and then I asked her please can I have my doctor baptized? and I told her about it I told her this is what happened to me last night and I'm so afraid and all of that and mm-hmm. you know at the time I was very 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 vulnerable and very very tired so yeah. that that's a big factor when you have a three day. like if you're not right in the head if you're wrong if you're whatever, tired when your guard is down basically yeah and my garden was super dumb. I remember that night. You know, it was year. It was in weir. Mm-hmm. I remember because I, I I watched the fireworks before going to bed. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's and then so I had her baptized and everything stopped. Like the day after God baptized, I think the second or the third of January. And then everything just stopped. Like, it just stopped. Like every night, even before room, I was having like not not, not bad dreams, but like uneasiness. And then it just got got worse and got worse. And then being in the funerary district didn't make it any easier. Yeah. Like what? Wow, it smacked me in the middle of oh, this. Yeah, this place. And I remember being so angry at the girl because I I would have never booked the room if I had known you know um, and and, you know I'm not very very good at planning so I didn't do that thing that most pussy people do where when you have an Airbnb like Google Maps it and then you check everything around it well to be fair I don't do that either well now I do because okay now I definitely will yeah and and I remember um, was it like particularly a cheap place or something it was okay Um, it looked better than it was you know, it was... So I mean, extremely like, price-wise? Yeah. Um, yeah. About 15K a month. It was okay. And I got, yeah. I got blinded by the... By the description, or it was like, oh, right in the middle of this district, it's walking distance mm. from this park, and yanya mm-hmm. you know. But it was so bag. And then I remember it was very dirty too so that contributed a lot to it like I remember flying in and then like cleaning the place and mm. like it took me a while to find a suitable replacement that I felt would be better, um, better yeah better than mm. than than what I had and I had I was like super paranoid about the point I, I I researched the area first inexpensively like I you know, just to check, like, am I going to the right, to a better place or am I going to end up in another foreign from area district? Who knows? Maybe Lima has to. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was really, like, a freakout place.
0: I can imagine. And, like, I have a couple of questions, actually. Like, you said that early on when you got there, it felt like there were things, like, pressing up against the bars and kind of just Looking trying to look in or like what what was like that experience? Or like were they trying to get your attention or uh
1: okay, so when you when you have like a third eye, um that's what it feels like. It always feels like something's trying to get your attention. Especially in loaded places, like old places or your districts. So it's full of energy or whatever. So um, and they know that you can see them, I guess. which is why my mom always says never follow them, you know, so they'll try to appear to you and they'll try to say hello and they'll have all sorts of different intentions and it's, it's something that you can't really discern because their intentions are not your intentions sure. because you are, you're, uh, you know, you're, um, you're alive. Alive. So you have different... Or, or you're not a dipanto, or you're not uh, an elemental. You have a different perspective. You live on a different plane, I guess. I don't know. When I was younger, I did a lot of... Um, I did a lot of research into this because it, it, it genuinely fascinated me and it freaked me out. And what I, what I ended up doing was just attracting more ghosts towards me. So I stopped because it was just mm-hmm. freaking me out. Like... I remember I would, I researched white noise, I researched all of these things that I remember my mom looking at me being like, what? Wow. <laughs> I told you not to support You're asking for it. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm a an Catholic, so I also believe in like that part of it, which is a weird mix. So yeah. I like, I would listen to, and this was like the time of Dialogue Internet and live journal. I would listen to um, EVPs and Okay. recordings of, of exorcisms and just freak myself out and you know download um, them from the live wire yeah and then like play them aside and then like deleting them and then like I don't know salting the windows or whatever because I would freak myself <laughs> out and you know I would especially when I was, like, a teenager I would think about the consequences I would do a lot of things that may have attracted them more and at the time, I think also because I was a teenager, um, yeah, it was very strong. So I would constantly be seeing things out of the corner of my eye, and we would constantly me and my sisters would constantly tell each other stories about it because we enjoyed there's an element of, you know, ooh, ooh. and then we would spend Easter, Good Friday. And yeah. ghost stories, you know, or legendary family ghost stories. Because we have huge um, collection of everybody's different experiences of different ghosts, different times and why they fuck yeah. you around. And you just add your your own, you know. Um so but I, I didn't expect that like my call my culmination is was that. And I remember I was so afraid that. Um, I was crying when I woke up and Mm -hmm. and then I remember I remember groping at the side table and I didn't wear my Benedictine medal to Oh, So I had taken it I I was probably very tired and I'd taken it off and put it beside me, but I didn't put it back on. Yeah. And then after that, dude, I slept with a Benedict level of rosary and a little baby Jesus that somebody gave me. And also done, yeah. like, the hospital a little figurine because I was like stacking it up because it was yeah, all and the I, things that can help yeah and, and that the thing that attacked me wasn't it didn't say a thing just kind of uh, loomed over me and dripped on me and breathed and, and breathed. it smelled breathe, which is weird and it smelled so bad it smelled like like sewage no like you know when there's a river in like the province and the river is full of beds and bed things and it's stagnant. Yeah and yeah okay yeah. A while, and then it's thick and viscous yeah. that's what that's what it smelled like and that's what it felt like. And I, I, I think thinking about I think it was a female, but I'm not really sure like that part of sometimes what you can feel uh, so you, you feel like, oh this is a human, this is a girl, this is a boy, and then sometimes you think this was not anything ever. It's just something. Right. You know, like, it's something. You know, something else. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, those were, I think, for me, I I can tell the listeners that it's probably a caveat. You know, I was not the best emotional thing. It could have been sleep paralysis, but I have never had sleep paralysis in my entire life. Never. And Dreams for me are like where i am be the most mm-hmm. powerful with the third eye. So I think it was out to get my daughter. I really think so because after I got nicer, everything stopped. Everything, even the Luling ghosts. Mm-hmm. And when, I came, when we came back um, to the Philippines, the ghost that was in our house was gone. I remember because I walked around the house looking for it. Because at the, the house the tall of yeah, I who's gone. Or he was no longer interested, which is okay. a scarier thought for me. Why? No longer cured. Well, I don't know if it's the same, but in, in Catholic belief, when your kid is baptized, they're like an empty vessel. They, right. They're like easy prey, Right? Mm-hmm. So that's why you baptized. Yeah. But, you know, like I bet some of some people are, like, recoiling for the saying this but that's part mm. of why you baptize them. It's not, so they're so good to limbo or whatever if limbo even exists, mm. but it's, it's really to protect them from the things that are out there.
0: That, wants, that might or have, like, can. have terrible intentions.
1: Yeah. And it's, like, a barrier between that and until they can make their own choices about what, whatever they everything. So... Like, um, for me, my own life, I eat food, even talk
0: ghosts in Like. Yeah, I was about to like say that high school must have been great for you. Oh, uh, just the back of the bio lab. Ugh. Um, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, so the bio lab, the one with like the little pond in the middle with like the turtles and stuff? Yeah. And then the one near or the- Or do you mean the physics lab?
1: Yeah, the one near the physics lab, right? It was like a creepy bathroom with really tall doors. Oh that tall doors
0: was... and like mirrors ripped out from the walls. Like you yeah. know, there used to be mirrors there and that they were taken off.
1: Yeah. And um I remember I remember um seeing a lot of nuns that weren't there and stuff. But for me Saints but didn't feel that scary. And also since I was a kid it wasn't it was more like an adventure me than thing. Uh, you know? I don't know if you know what I mean was, yeah no I do even like, I mean, 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 mean mean, like, ghost hunting.
0: of course yeah. and like in yeah. all the years that I was there and I'm sure a lot of um bolasa listeners out there like you would get the heebie-jeebies once in a while but you wouldn't feel like anything particularly evil or wanting to get you yeah um well, I, I, remember,
1: I hope not for anyone else I remember we had like as a collective experience in the little theater um, of course where we were practicing and it was an empty theater and somebody laughed but no one was there but you know not, now that I would there, I wouldn't put it past like some janitor like some sure. dude like creeping out this bunch of like 10 year old 12 year <laughs> girls because I would be I'm an adult no <laughs> you know? I mean this is
0: not the first thing I'm hearing about the Little Theatre. So, I mean, just for the people listening out there, the Little Theatre is on the fourth floor. Yeah. Like the Great, so school great building. building. And it's just, yeah. like, it's basically at the end of the hall. It's this huge theatre where, you know, all the kids put on their, like, little plays and stuff. The parents come watch. It's where you practice things. Like, you practice either being on stage or doing like the set or for yeah. some people even doing the sound on like the little mezzanine area where there's like this little sound booth and you practice like all the tech stuff of the, that goes into the play. And that particular area of the theater was so creepy. Hard. Yeah. But <clears throat> as, I, as I said in
1: the beginning, I am the wrong like, the of our listeners. So <laughs> I didn't really have a very very like very strong experience as comparable to my sisters um and my mother um and my aunties um like yeah. they, one of my sisters would see corpses in in our in our bathroom in in Makati oh my.
0: yeah they, it? Like,
1: like there was a thing a corpse man in in the bathroom and she was very young still in grade school, and she would say and, and then tell people about it and and she would say, he's stuck in there. Tell, tell us that he was in the shower. Um But she what? didn't have yet. Yeah, and she was, She didn't have yet the ability to really fully articulate what she was seeing. Or she did. I right. don't know if this was the youngest sister. I forget which one of them it was. But to the point where they would never take a bath in that bathroom. Ever. Never. Fair enough. Or if they had to, like, there would be a, a fit of some sort. Yeah, so, like, I would just hear them or smell them. My grandma smelled me. I would smell her a lot, um, her perfume, or roses, because she was a very devout woman, particularly for Mama Mary. So, uh, sometimes on her what day, does that have death,
0: to do with roses? Uh, Mama Mary's symbol is
1: roses, and her smell mm-hmm. is, is roses. So, on her death day, before, especially when you're young, sometimes the house would smell like roses. But didn't that's Kind know of lovely. Why. Yeah, because well, they said she was you know, coming to visit
0: her
1: check. Or whatever. So,
0: so that's really interesting because, like, it it seems like when it smells good, it's kind of like a positive thing. But when it smells bad, like a dead river or you know something
1: terrible, it's sort of ominous. I think it depends. Yes. Um. Well, basically yes, but. Um, it depends on your level of experience. You know, like um, what do you mean? For me, like for me, it's, it's really my sensitivity towards smell and and, and hearing. I, mean, I rarely see them. Um. Mm-hmm. And when you do, it's a pretty rare. Like it's pretty vivid. Yeah, experience. or very, or a brief one, like. Just saw them. And then my sister mm-hmm. was like, yeah, yeah, they've been, kind of happy. you know, um, I don't know why, but there's no real reason for it. Like, it's not like, oh, there's going to be something bad that's to happen. Or, oh. it's or really like they're just, trying
0: to tell you something, a message really, me beyond. like sometimes it doesn't even mean anything.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's there. And I, I kind of believe in that theory where if an event happens in an area, there's an echo of it, of the energy and its stays. And some people are more sensitive to it than others. So sometimes um, what you experience or what I experience may not even be direct to me. It's just me like walking through the bed. An yeah. And um, I've talked to other people who have new guys and they've confirmed similar experiences, but some of them, they really actively seek these experiences mm-hmm. like you know value is very haunted um sure. the earthquake and you know my mom's third eye was so strong that every time we'd dive through the curve of where up fell she would close her eyes right because she's so afraid of like seeing the spirit of the dead from the earthquake from the hotel so even left.
0: so even for your mom that has sort of lived this her whole life it's still something that scares her or freaks her out?
1: Yeah. We both love horror only when it's not us. We get it, right? Fair enough. It's enjoyable when it's happening to someone else and it's a movie but, like, it's not something that you have to seek. And I remember as a teenager that the more in turmoil I was, the more they appear to me because they kind of knew. And as a teenager I was, like, really, really effed up so I would <laughs> a lot of stuff that would get me in the trouble and be in a lot of places where I shouldn't have been in the first place. Mm-hmm. so I was basically like broadcasting and I was troubled and whatever um but now when I was pregnant I was really shocked But like for me I, I remember I, I messaged a friend of mine a mentor of mine in, in college I, I was like why why is it so strong why and then he said, Well, for one, you're really, really asked you're so pregnant. So it's What it's does that have to do with that? Well they're dead, so they like their are attracted nice. to life and you're making it, you know, you're carrying it. You've made it and you're sheltering oh. it until it arrives. So mm-hmm. That's what he said then. And, and then I really feel like my daughter was the target of whatever that thing was because I, read, I haven't really experienced anything bad since except dreaming of mm-hmm. a friend of mine who had passed away. Mm-hmm. And in the, in the dream it was more I oh, you, everything's going to be okay message. So, you know. Oh, okay. From that friend. Yeah, from that friend. he's yeah, like, it's all going to be good. But not in that sense where he was like, hey, it's going to be good. You know, my dreams so are like quite The feeling
0: deep. that it was giving you. Yeah.
1: It was a very um, happy dream. And, you know, like, if they're... I don't know if you're doing this part, You know, if you're, like, a kid and you're trying to open your third eye um, mm-hmm. and you're reading about it and you want to open it, I don't to stop it, But I have been... They've offered to open it more. I've had people offer to open mine more. Bigger, uh-huh. strong. And I've always refused. Because if I'm the runt of the litter and I get this freak out, but more people who are super strong. You know? Right. Um. Uh, one of the scariest experiences I ever had was in my office gym, I was taking a shower and something came into the shower and I could smell it. What I actually it like? uh, posted about it and messed up my head. <laughs> it smelled very bad, and very bad and very bad and I ran out of the shower with shampoo still in my hair. I wiggled into <laughs> my dress. As a, yes. And I was wearing a dress, so I wiggled into it. I didn't even zip. It. I grabbed all my gym stuff. It was in our gym. And I ran down, and my office mate was still there. It was like 8 p.m. And, she was and you like, were dripping what? wrong. I was dripping wrong. I started trying with my hair, and my dress was like... That's <laughs> how so freaked out I And I'm not even... I could, I could tell you, if you want a third eye... Good luck, <laughs> you better be because you because you don't strong.
0: know what's gonna come in or what's gonna like show up, right?
1: yeah, I mean, like growing up in a haunted house basically it's okay for me because it's our house, but I walk into other people's haunted houses and, and it's not it's not a good thing it's not a good experience but it's not uh it's not fun. It's fun and to mentioned. tell the stories, But it's not fun to, like, be in it. And I love horror. Yeah. I write horror. <laughs> okay. One of... I'm sorry, it's so random. No, no. Uh, one of the most uh, lucid experiences I had uh, was... I was washing dishes in my auntie's house. Mm-hmm. And she has a window oh, over um, the that? kitchen. No, um, here in not. Okay. So it's... Two houses up in the street around the same age, also haunted. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the dishes in her sink. There's a window that looks out into the garden and there's a set of, there's a staircase leading down from the house above. Mm-hmm. And this guy walked through. I was watching this. And he just looked like every other guy on the planet Earth. I waved to him. Sure. He waved back. And when he walked there I was like, that. Like that. That's what life is like with the third guy because...
0: That wasn't Right. So you've you you we have kind of gone into this whole this, this this cautionary tale for people who do want to like maybe explore it or like open it. But there are, let's say, other people who have it and don't want it. And I, I remember you mentioning earlier where your sister it bothered her to a point where she was like, I don't want this anymore. And she like actively closed it. Like, how how does one go about that? You know, I don't know how she did it. She just
1: said, she said to me before, she was like, I don't see them anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know why. But I know she stopped following She used to follow them, around. And then I know that um, there are ways to close it. I'm not familiar with how. I do know how to, like, stop it from getting worse. But it really depends on how you deal with stuff. Like, like for me, um, what really helped was to be a better Catholic. <laughs> to pray more <laughs> sure. and to be more um, God-centered as opposed to, like, Wicca and Christa and, um, you know, the whole, the craft thing. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that just ended up crafting more the, the same. But, like, one of the ways that I felt really helped me and me get through my daughter get through what we went through when she got sick was I really felt the opposite pattern. so the opposite one of the things about what i was saying um, with Peru was I had that experience with the bad thing but mm-hmm. I also had the other thing where okay the entire time I was was maybe the second time in my life that I felt the presence of the overall good, whatever you believe. What do you mean is, by that? Like okay. whatever you believe is the deity that is all good. Mm-hmm. I felt it, talaga. Like it was something for me that was okay. Um, mm-hmm. wherever wherever I went, there were messengers. and people know this about me. Um, I always say this whenever you, whenever you ask something, and whenever you're dabbling into things that are good for you. You have to watch mm-hmm. out for messengers. What so does that mean? people will come to and tell you about what you're seeing. When my daughter got sick, um, I kept meeting people who helped me. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything to do with my third time or whatever, but mm-hmm. they kept showing up. And a simple thing, like somebody helping me translate uh, a line or two um, to a nurse who couldn't understand English. To uh, mm-hmm. me, really feeling the presence of my belief or the good that I believe in, I really felt the. Uh, well, for me, I really felt the presence of Mama Mary, and I've always had a thing for Mama Mary. Um, I've always like your grandmother. I don't know, <laughs> but for me, ever since Saint <laughs> okay. like, she was when I talked to in the chapel in Saint Paul, mm-hmm. the the chapel in the beach Yeah. Anyway, there's a really pretty statue of her there. Yeah. So, same thing. Like, I remember when first I got sick, mm-hmm. I sat down in the waiting room and I looked to the right and there was a statue of Mama Mary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first night was really dark. I didn't know what was wrong with her. Mm-hmm. She was having seizures. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that night, I really felt another presence. Like, I didn't just, I don't always just feel the bad stuff. Like, but that fact. Was the first time I really felt like the good and something really good because there are people who have three lives, but they're like they see visions of the all capacity, the all encompassing. Because I, I, you know, we believe in God, we believe in a deity who is good, we believe in order or a being of light. I believe for me there is really something like that because I can tell you, there's so much weird stuff going on underneath yeah. the, the blanket of the world or whatever, that there has to be something to balance it it's good. And when, when I was at my lowest with this terrible, terrible thing that came after me, I knew in my heart that once you would be baptized, it was whatever this, but Mama Mary and, and, and God would be powerful enough to stop it. And I know it's really weird. And no, not at all. Yeah, and I knew it I knew it in my heart and once once we had our birthdays, I it really dropped off like I don't know if it was like a panacea or psychological on my end, but mm-hmm. the 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 things following me around stopped following me. So But would you still get messengers? Oh yeah. I had so many. And I continuously like, okay, when you're opening your third eye. Or when you're exploring on something different, if you're strong enough, some somebody will come in and tell you to stop it. Really? And yeah, that person will be some random, someone you never even know, never even met, right. never even knew. And they'll just come up to you and say, whatever you're doing, stop it. And then they'll get away. <laughs> and you'll be like, what? You know? Right. Because, like, if you're very, very powerful or your third eye is very, very open, you're very aware of, like, the network of the people around you, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> so I'm not that You know, I'm... I can help sometimes, but it's... I have to be very um, aware of it to help you. And most of the time, I'm pretty wrapped up in whatever what I'm doing, so I'm not... <laughs> I'm not yeah. that <laughs> Although I did help someone recently. Um, she posted on on social media that she was attacked by something and I she just thought it was a ghost, but like from her post, I was like, hmm, no. Then I messaged her and it it wasn't. It wasn't?
0: Like when it's not a ghost, what is it usually?
1: Some Catholic, it's definitely Persian.
0: Persian. Right. Yeah. And, so, like, you can usually tell the difference between?
1: Nothing. Nothing. I'm not... The demons are persistent. <laughs> and I've had the good fortune every day in town. These are very hard. Mm-hmm. Mostly because we don't do those, you know, spiritual summonings. Really like, yeah, I mean... It, it's really
0: interesting like really early on in the conversation you even mentioned like this thing we used to do as kids which is like spirit of the ballpen and I mean like yeah. as kids none of us really took that seri- that stuff seriously like you know you're all playing it like when am I gonna meet my crush and then the ball pen goes <laughs> up or like whatever or left or right you know we all thought yeah. nothing of it but like you're actually saying that that's something
1: that could be serious? Uh, I don't know but my mom just like me I think when I was doing <laughs> <laughs> like it was for her a very serious matter so
0: I guess like no matter how light it seems if it's like a little you know like when you open a door if it's just like a little crack
1: yeah it will come and you know when I was a teeny bear, I had like this whole weird altar with, like a buddha and, and, and a cross and Crystals and wake Wicca wake stuff. I was heavily into Wicca for like a semester. <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay. two years. Well, not a semester, maybe about two or three years, I think, where I was mostly inspired by
0: Wicca. Sure. It was, it was a very too. formative movie for all of us. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, you know, um, I would have my tarot read all the time and mm-hmm. I would, um, I don't know it's just, it's just the thing you go through where you're like seeking spiritually seeking a lot of things but even through all of this whatever stuff you know what was consistent with us and with my family and with the third eye that we have is really it's just ghosts. like yeah, it's always going to be ghost to the point where whenever I rent an apartment I go there first and I won't rent it if I feel like there's a ghost Right. Like, I have to it's part to of your requirements. Lives. Yeah, because like there's nothing worse than living with the spirit of the life. I, when you're apartment hunting with my, my 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 boyfriend, there's one house where we went in and we both looked at each other and you're we like, child no. of the move. <laughs> right. You know, it felt like an evil tackle the moment we entered the house, like something was rubbing its fingers in anticipation. Food. Yeah, Which and you way out. on the way out, the key got stuck. The key to the door. It got stuck in the door and it didn't want to come out. Like, but the, the door was, was open or was it locked? Uh, you're closing it. You're locking the key and you're trying to remove it. And it didn't, like, to come out. I mean, it's just a so thing. it wanted like, you to stay? Yes. Yeah, no so I, I, I was like, I don't know if I went to the bar. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, you can keep your key. Yeah. I mean, if you have these little feelings where it's bad, it's a bad place, there's something bad, it's normally your intuition and telling you. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had people come to my our house and not, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they feel bad. I've had people leave, well, not just that night, but another friend left the house, too. I never stayed here again because she had troubled experiences when she was a guest. Although our Airbnb run one.
0: We yeah. never really had
1: complaints, but I
0: hope. That's really good to hear because I've been planning to like go there <laughs> and then all this stuff with the world happened. So I mean that's kind of put on indefinite pause. But it's really good to hear that, you know, there's not generally nothing there in your Airbnb.
1: Yeah. Um I, I told do you the my experience like the bathroom guy um through yeah um and a few other little things like the ones in my office but it's not like an everyday thing for me you know mm-hmm. i uh because i don't seek it out especially not any not anymore but i still get the DVDs a lot and yeah sometimes i then for my own house our own house i, I close my eyes I say, wait not now not now you know or i tell them to shut up <laughs> you know I'm busy yeah or I play really loud music because um sometimes it there's just that feeling in your i guess in your soul you have that, that tingle of the spine, or for me, it's when the hair on my arms right like yeah, it rises, it's not the back of the neck, it's really my organs. so yeah um it's really uh it's not a good way to <laughs> I would have been okay with not ever really have it even though it's a colorful history but you know like my dad the ghost can be right beside him. You just be like what What? what well <laughs> recently because we have a knocking ghost
0: and knock, yeah but the
1: pounding on the door ghost no that's a different one this one knocks on different doors this ghost will usually do it if you're alone in the living room where i am right now and it finally, after 60-plus years, happened to my dad. Uh huh. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if you no, know what No. A you have, like, it's an igorot tradition or a cordillero tradition where you sacrifice a pig. Okay. <laughs> you do it for, like, good luck for to appease the spirits before you open a business. Or it's a traditional sorry to the cordillero oh, tradition. Like- I'm, I'm not... Um, and it's like
0: when people are doing construction like offer a chicken or something.
1: Yeah, we can be all to the, the house. So my dad had a panic out because he got freaked out because he was alone in the house and someone was knocking on the window or the door or something. <laughs> so Whereas if this had happened to your mom, she was like, know oh, my, <laughs> my mom would have been like, oh yeah. I'm watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> don't get you in know? the way yeah I'll never forget them. I'll never forget them running out and saying you let the spirit in because like we were worried about it. my sister and I we, would, we talked about everything What I was worried about it, but if the spirit was hovering around in our house you know trapped forever so,
0: did anything ever come out of that like did you did your mom like do anything to fix it or like let it, let the spirit out, or, no. or not to your knowledge, maybe.
1: No, my mom always said before that as long as you're baptized and you're like okay, strong, and whatever you believe in, you won't have a problem. Like, you know, whenever you watch a horror movie where a family who moves into a house and stumps something hard to, she said, yeah. bet you do not baptized. dice. <laughs> <laughs> bet you do not Catholic. bet you do not baptized. Like, <laughs> well
0: i mean that is an awful lot of stories thank you so much sorry um, no no this is actually really good no don't worry don't worry this is like i mean it's a really interesting learning experience hearing from someone with a very different experience from you like i i myself i don't have a third eye i don't want a third eye like I mean, there are stories of me as a kid and my mom telling me, like, oh, you used to talk to things or, like, you used to, like, see things that weren't there. And just, like, hearing those stories growing up, like, it was a very active no, no thank you. So, I mean, if I did have one, maybe I was pretty successful in closing it off. And, like, I kind of like to imagine it, like, closed, boarded, shut with, like, buried under cement situation. Cause, I mean, I love yeah. hearing about these stories because it's like an all-in-good fun. But at the end of the day, no thank you.
1: <laughs> I agree. But most children so, are pretty, sus pretty susceptible, pretty open. Because by the nature of just being a child, you're just more open and stuff. I think. Right. Although, like, well, I- 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 we can have a part two when-, when-, when I when if I figure out if my daughter decides to have
0: one not mm-hmm. you like don't. ten years from now if this podcast is still around <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway hi. yeah thank you so much hi hi darling well anyway thank you so much again for joining us tonight our um this has been grimcast manila with your host Antonette you can find more episodes on Spotify iTunes Google Podcasts and YouTube and basically anywhere you get your podcasts you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila. As like a final note, RM, is there anything you want to share that's going on with you to the good people of the internet? What are you up to? I, you mentioned earlier you were writing a thing. Like what's going on with you? If there's anything you'd like to
1: put out there? Uh, well, not really. My old bandmate and I are recording our old stuff. So that might make an appearance someday. But someday. Nothing really active. I'm too busy being a mom and working. Fair enough. <laughs> no. That's yeah, boring. That's what you're up
0: to. Raising yeah. human life.
1: The care and feeding of ch- of a child.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. So Grimcast yeah. Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about our other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash Studios. Thanks for joining us for this episode, and we'll catch you next time.